comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, well, you know him as the co-host of the year. But ladies, what you may not know is he is the dashing, the debonair, the generous lover Known as Mike Luther. Okay, all right, I'll th- I'll I'll take it. <laughs> How are you, man? Cheers. Doing good, man. Doing real good. Doing this <sighs> podcast early, like we talked about in the the YouTube video. Yep. Uh, so, well, I don't have any plans Friday night, but if I did, I'd be able to do whatever Friday night. But Friday night will probably consist of. Uh, me watching uh, Tom and Jerry, because why not? And um, maybe reading some comics. That's about it. Ooh, there you go. And I understand. I have first-hand knowledge of the fact that you just received a uh, shipment of comic books. And by shipment, I mean you came over to my house and picked them up. <laughs> yes, we did a little comic book exchange. I gave you back the old comic books that I've already read. You gave me some new comic books that I have not read yet. Uh, I was very excited over it because uh, I'm starting to really love comic books. Yes. Uh, so much. And the fact that like one of I, us, one I, of us, one of us, I was I was like really excited. And I'm like, oh, my God, these are because, you know, a lot of stories I haven't read yet and different characters and stuff. And I like the fact that the book, the, the, the box will probably really take me like a year to read everything in it. Um but also at the same time, I was thinking, I was like, I kind of wish I had like a superpower where I could just absorb all the knowledge from the comic book. And like, I just put my hand on it and the story's read. That's, Osmosis? You know, story's read. Osmosis, yes. You yes. know, I, I just dawned on me a book that I forgot to put in there because it was downstairs. So it was not upstairs. And that was volume three of Middle West. Ah, okay. Okay. So, That's right. something well, to look forward to a year from now. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. I say. Also, I'm, I'm going to be in Belleville. I'm sure sometime within the next year. So, and yeah. I might and be in your town of residence. Yeah. In fact, and I, I'm saying this not because I want to pick up the the book, but I actually technically am going to go pick up stuff in Belleville tomorrow at like noon. I won't be but here. Sorry. I got. No, I was going to say I got plenty of comic books to read. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, yes. Comic books are awesome. Yes. Oh, well, sorry. One other thing. I when we did our exchange. I completely forgot how much taller you are than me. Why? I just didn't. I forgot. Just, you forgot what? You're, you're, you forgot. I, I thought you were taller than me. No, not even close, dude. How tall are you? I'm like, like uh, I, I always say five eleven and a half, but since my son's been growing, I say six foot now. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I, I guess I never realized. So, hey, look yeah. at that. Um. I'm probably going to be passed up by my oldest son. I think one day he's going to be taller than me, and I'm perfectly all right with it. You say that now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if he's going to have a shot at, at any, you know, real real shot at any athletics at the next level. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> or, I mean, you know, or you've got to be a little taller to carry around that uh, tuba. <laughs> Let's be realistic. My <laughs> kids might not be that athletic. <laughs> so I, I understand. Boom, 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 I understand. Boom. But if he can get in on like a sweet German, um, like polka beer garden type band, I mean, he just goes. And this is what I I, I follow him around. I like uh, uh like his own personal soundtrack. Sometimes we'll just be walking. I go boom 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 boom. And he just—I mean, he's five. He gets it. He's like, "Dad, you're you're silly." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it dawned on me after you departed that uh, that's not the only book, Middle West Volume Three, that I forgot to give you. I also forgot to give you back your uh, copy of uh, 
TKO Studios or TKO Presents The Fearsome Dr. Fang, which I did really enjoy reading when I read it a couple weekends ago. That's all right. I'm not, not worried about it. Have you started diving into any of uh, the new books that you have at your disposal? Yes, because I finished Kwame Hightower, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, and then one of the uh, – I, w- I was going to just be like, however, they're in the stack, in the box. I'll just take one out. But I was like, no, because there was one in particular that I was very interested in. And uh, as soon as like you were – because you would show me all the books that were in there. Uh, but that one is Daredevil, The Man Without Fear uh, by Brian Michael Bendis and Malief, Mac Gutierrez, and Dotson. Uh, I am, it's a very, very, very big book, very thick book. It's a thick boy, as they like to say. Is that what they uh, like to so say? So I, yeah, they, 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 when you go to a comic book shop, you gotta go, let me, give me the thick boy. And they know, I usually they am the thick about. boy at the comic shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, well, and then, and then they point at Greg. <sighs> there you go, there he is. There he is right there. Guilty as charged. And then, and then, <laughs> Uh, so I am less than a fourth of the way through. Like I said, I just started it today. Uh, I am very interested in it, though. Um, one of the first things I've noticed about it is that the art in there, I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like watercolor. And I'll yeah. show Greg. I know what you're talking about. I, I, I've oh, thumbed through okay. it. Yeah, I thumbed through it a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if that's just an artist's choice. Or if it has something to do with like how Daredevil sees things, or you know, like he doesn't see a clear picture of things. But regardless, we'll talk about it more um, when I actually finish reading it. In it won't be a week. I'll tell you that much right now. It's a big, it's a big boy. Oh, you think it'll be longer than a week? Yeah. So I also have been doing some reading because uh, I find myself with uh, I'm not saying abundance, but you know, a fair amount of free time. Uh, and if you want to know how and why that free time exists, you're going to have to go watch the YouTube video over uh, on, on you know, Nerds United on YouTube over on YouTube. And you actually have to just subscribe to watch it or else it won't play. I found on, that out. On YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. Over on YouTube. <laughs> um, but uh, I've had a little bit more free time uh, on my hands this week. Um, and again, you can find out why on YouTube. Um, so I have been reading, and I told you I was going to, uh, I have been reading DC Comics Event Doomsday Clock. And also, thick, thick book, I believe something like 12 issues. Um, and it started, the series began in November of 2017 and concluded 20. 55 months later, Mike. Wow. And the reason being is that uh, they they were a little, lack of a better term, spotty on on the uh, on on the releasing. Like they you you get a few issues and then you go a few months without issues. Um, they actually took a break in 2018 from uh, March and April. And began releasing again in May uh, with every other uh, month, bi-monthly. I'm guessing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> however, bah, 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 issue 8 was pushed back from November 8 uh, to December 5th. Issue 9 pushed back from January to March. Issue 10 pushed back from March uh, to May. And issue... 11 pushback from May to September. So the 12th and final issue was published December 18th, 2019. I tell you all of that to tell you this. I'm glad I waited and just got the book. I don't have the patience for that kind of stuff. Like, I can't get monthly, or not monthly, like, however you want to say it, uh, you know, different editions of, of comic books like i have to have the complete set yeah i tried it with um what heroes in crisis mm-hmm. and, and i and i gave up on it uh i now don't get me wrong i would read heroes in crisis now that it's finished 
Uh, another one that I think I got one or two comic books for was uh, Black Panther versus Deadpool. Cool. And uh, I enjoyed the first two. I'm like, oh, this is actually a good story. But then like, I had, I had to wait for other ones to come up. I'm like, no, I, when, it's, when it's done, that's when I'll get it. And it's probably been and, done for like a year. For those. <laughs> and the thing too about it, and I, I, I've had, I've scaled back. Like there was <clears throat> at the beginning of the new 52, which was, man, I want to say that was 2010. Now, comic book folks, uh, you might know, I, I might be off on that. It might, might be 2000. Anyway, when the new 50, I was picking up all the Green Lantern titles, which were Green Lantern, Green Lantern Core, um, Red Lantern, there were a couple, like, White Lantern, New Guardians. There might have been five Green Lantern titles right there. I also got some Batman titles, some Superman titles. Uh, Justice League. Eventually, I picked up the Flash around issue twenty, but that becomes it. <clears throat> and and I say this as someone who loves my Twilight, you know, comics, Swansea London, my, my local comic shop. But it it's it becomes a commitment to get there, you know, every week, every other week. And listen here, I'm going to say this right now. If you have comic books waiting for you at your local comic book shop, go pick them up, please. That's the Agreed. biggest in, – in, in this COVID-wrecked world where economies are uncertain and everything else, the, the best thing that you can do for your local comic shop is to go in and pay for the books that – you kind of have obligated yourself to that you financially obligated your local comic book shop to because they ordered that for you. There were some books at times that I think I was the only person ordering uh, said books, or maybe they were getting one for me and one for the shelf just in case somebody right. else saw it. Um, you know, like the, that miniseries uh, by Stephanie Phillips, uh, The Butcher of Paris. I don't know if there was anybody else who was out looking for that, you know. Uh, but I was, and I enjoyed the heck out of it. <clears throat> anyway, um, the best thing that you can do to help out your local comic book shop, it's not a car wash. It's not a, you know, it's it's go in <laughs> and, and just pay for the books that, that you had you know, requested to be set aside for you. But anyway, off my soapbox. Um but it does. It, it it became. I think at one point I was pulling eleven or twelve DC only DC issues. You know, I was looking at a few on the Marvel side as well, uh, and it just became too much. Uh, and yeah. and so I, I've actually scaled down to about the only thing I'm doing is uh, I'm still getting the Bloodshot and you know a few other special things. But I'll just go in browse. I'll ask uh, you know the the people who know me who know me for over a decade. I say, what do you got? What do you got that's good? You know, as far as trade paperbacks go, because that's about the best way to, to store a comic, and I, I I hate to say that, but someday I'll have someday I'll have a library, a full wall to wall comics, wall to wall floor to ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> my wife and, does and too, still, and it scares and you still her. Won't have read like half of them. There'll come a day, Mike. All right, get off my ass. There'll come, <laughs> or or uh, let me let me quote uh, our our friend from pitch meetings. I'm going to need you to get all the way off my back about that, sir. <laughs> so that would be that would be great if there was like one day you're like, and that's it. Okay, the last comic I've read it. All right, let's <clears throat> yeah, let's go. There will be so I I say that I'm going to try to phrase this as all right. So I work in finance now, you know, or, or an aspect of finance. Um, what is it? Uh, is it from the office? I don't know if you watched much of the office. Um, but you know, it's like, tell you, meaning a girl, tell her you work in finance. Oh, I was, I think he's like, yeah, I'm a bank teller, you know? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, but, uh, there's, I, I think of my comics, uh, accumulation or, or collection as like retirement. Right now I'm in the accumulation phase. I'm okay. building it up by building it up and someday, I'll be in the, you know, uh, enjoyment phase of it. So, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm a big nerd. It, it is what it is. 
I mean, if the it's not a bad thing. If the apocalypse ever happens, you you won't be bored. Nope. You know, you can sit in your bunker and read comic books. How long do you think that would last before I died, Mike? Uh, about two days. <laughs> Without going out there and or, or pulling a Kevin Costner from Waterworld and learning to you know turn my urine into water. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to last that much longer. I'll, I'll probably last only last about two days as well. Here's what we'll do, Mike. You come over, hang out in my bunker, and we'll okay. read comics to each other. Okay. Maybe if we last long enough, we somehow manage to build a tunnel between our houses. And then we can, like, I walk over to your, a tunnel to your house, you tunnel mine, you know. You know, I uh, I was just making a reference uh, to best friend of the show, Josh, uh, about this, and I was I had to Google. I couldn't remember who. It's a country song from the '90s, and it's Diamond Rio, and it goes. I'm not going to sing it, but the lyrics are: "You start walking my way, no, I'll start. I'll start walking your way. You start walking mine. We meet in the middle." And so, what, what you say? But the only way this works, Mike, is if you buy the house next to me. <laughs> No, no. That's what ma- what makes it best is that we're totally thirty minutes. Well, longer than that. It's drive time is about thirty minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not going to happen, Mike. I promise you. I will n- not even start. This this plan's <laughs> going nowhere. But anyway, um, <laughs> Doomsday Clock. It is a a I for lack of a better term, smashing together of the DC universe that we know. It has you know like Justice League and you know like. Uh, all the all the rogues villains that you know from from everybody from you know like Lex Luthor's in there Joker uh, you know Flash's villains I mean think of a DC villain there's a good chance it's in they even reference Darkseid and the Anti Monitor etc but it's a smashing together of that universe and the Watchmen universe and I'm finally to the point of the book now I'm about midway through give or take where. The, everything's kind of starting to unfold. Airs up. Surprise, surprise, Mike. There's political unrest. <gasps> no in way. In comic books. <laughs> um, and you start to see again that there's kind of a guy, you know, playing playing things behind the scenes, and uh, uh, you know, so it's it, it's a little. It has like shades. I'm not. I'm not comparing it or saying that, but it's a little bit of like Marvel Civil War in that there's a very large anti metahuman presence out there. Okay. Okay. So interesting to the point where they there are several you know news reports within the story that say the only you know the only metahuman that we trust is Superman because we know he's not. For Americans, he's for all of us. You know, he's for the entire world. Uh, and, and so there's a lot of distrust. Um, you know, not unlike what we've seen in, in our culture today of, you know, anyway. Um, but I'm enjoying the story. Uh, it's, it's a Jeff Johns joint, uh, with art by Gary Frank. Uh, so it's a lot of the, a lot of things that, you know, I've, a lot of creative duo that I've been enjoying. For about as long as I've been back in comics here as an adult, so. Is there any uh, Doctor Manhattan and Superman uh, interactions? They are so not to the point where I'm adding the book yet. However, and I hope this doesn't spoil it. But since you asked, I will say, and, and people listening to this probably already read it, but Doctor Manhattan. It gets to a point where if you you've read the book and you've you know but he can he can and you've seen uh, Lovecraft Country not Lovecraft mm-hmm. um, Watchmen I mean you've seen Lovecraft Country, but I have I, I've also seen Lovecraft yeah. Country I don't know why I wouldn't jump to that but you've seen Watchmen yeah. so you know that Doctor Manhattan kind of exists everywhere he wants to be at any time and yes. at multiple times so there's a point where he's looking into his future he says well I can only see to this date this time and all I see is Superman coming at me. And so the big, he's like, I I look in the future. There's nothing there. You know, he says, so my question is, does Spider-Man destroy me or do I, did did I destroy everything? Like he doesn't know. Um, Or what if, here's a theory. 
So Superman actually gives him one of his memory-erasing super kisses. And that's why he doesn't remember anything afterwards. So the book, uh, up to this point, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I haven't seen that yet, Mike. Um, just wait for it. I, I, I will. <laughs> yeah. There's a very, it's a, it's a, there's a very, I'll say tragic scene that unfolds in, in uh, Moscow that involves Firestorm. And, Ooh. and so again, it's kind of, kind of pushes the pendulum very anti meta human. Uh, so, and it's, you know, I'm not going to spoil it beyond that, but it's, it's, it's worth, it's pretty spectacular stuff. I'm really enjoying it. Like I said, maybe by this time next week, I'll have finished the book and can talk more in depth about it in a spoiler free yes. capacity. Yes. So, uh, I also read a comic book, like actually completed a comic book, uh, reading, um, uh, talked about it a little bit before, uh, Kwame Hightower and the kid with no name, I believe, uh, man, by David Gordon. Man with no what? name. Oh, he was also a man. He, he started off as a kid, but then he was a man with no name. As often happens. Yes. Um, uh, art and story by David Gordon. Uh, who you've had all the podcasts before. STL represent yo. That's right. I'm sure he would love that you just did that. I don't. I don't think anybody appreciated that I just did it in that particular way. <laughs> no, I, honestly, like I read a very good story. Uh, I, I like the art in it as well. Um, it is a King Arthur esque tale. Essentially, what happens is Kwame Hightower is a kid. Uh, he goes to London, or he lives in London. I forget. Uh, but he ends up taking Excalibur out of, uh, the stone, Excalibur, you know, the sword and the stone. Um, and it goes from there. Uh, you find out this isn't really spoiling anything, but it's kind of, there's, there's fantasy elements to it. There's also technology elements to it. Uh, in fact, when I was reading it, one thing I was curious about, and I almost want to ask David, uh, I'm sure he's listening right now. Um, if, uh, Dracones, uh, D R A K O N, if which are in the story are like half dragon, half man kind of thing. If that's something he thought of, or if that's something that's like out there in popular culture, uh, King Arthur tales. Uh, I, I will say that, and this is a, a compliment, I hope it takes as a compliment, that, uh, this is one of the rare King Arthur esque, um, stories that I think would make a good movie. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I could see that. Uh, and then also, and you might know this, uh, is there a follow-up to Kwame Hightower and the Man with No Name? There's one in the works. Okay, awesome. Uh, because it, and not that you need it with the story, like, the, the story does have a complete beginning, middle, end. Uh, but it, it could there could always use a second one. Like I'm curious about where the story goes. Like what, what does he have in store next for uh, Kwame? So good job, David. He will be very tickled to hear you say that. Yes. All right. So uh, uh, that's all I've been reading and that's all you've been reading. Cause we also already talked about uh, daredevil. Yep. So we're supposed to go on uh, to our next topic then, Mike. All right. I put a couple of trailers out on the uh, Facebook. Sure, um, glad you took the lead on that because I was. <laughs> you put oh. some trailers out on the Facebook page. Uh, we started with one last week. Uh, the first one, I believe, did we talk about Invincible? We talked about it, and I, I remember specifically saying, okay. "You know, I still haven't seen that trailer." Okay. And by the way, uh, a week's gone by. I still haven't seen the trailer. Okay. Um, and then, so the next one is Mortal Kombat. They're Mortal doing a, Kombat. I guess I want to say reboot, remake of Mortal Kombat. Uh, not that that really matters because there's always new game editions coming out. Uh, have you seen the Mortal Kombat trailer? I did actually. I was the one who posted a uh, posted the trailer. Yes. yes. And let, uh, we're, let me say, mm-hmm. you can take away the fact 
then I can watch it for free on HBO Max. That's what I'm going to do. Yes. Yeah. I will watch this movie the first weekend it is out. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's the type of movie that if I had to watch it in theaters, I probably wouldn't make the time to go watch just because, you know, family obligations and things like that. Like, right. you know, especially especially now. Um, but the fact that I can watch it from the comfort of my own home, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, were you a big Mortal Kombat game fan? Like, did you play? I played it. On? Yeah. I So I'm a fan uh, in the sense that I played the game. I can probably point out most of the main characters, especially yeah. in the first one, maybe the second one as well. Uh, however, was I a fan? Yes and no. I enjoyed the play. However, I was shit at the game. So oh, I, I didn't like, you know, everybody was like, well, I, I like games where I get longer turns. Like, that's the thing. I don't understand Twitch, and I don't understand, like, watching other people play video games. Uh, it's just not, it's not for me. And, hey, I know that people make very healthy livings doing that, and more power to them. Um, and, and I would only, like, do that if people wanted to, you know, hop on and watch me die in a video game every three minutes because that's about <laughs> what it would be. Um, so, like, I liked when it was always like, you know, if you lose, you're out. You know, if, if there's, like, four or five of us, you know, kids playing and you've got the one guy who it's his console, it's his game, and he's probably not going anywhere. He's just running the table. It's like, all right, it's a revolving door, you know, right. of of losers. So I was like, I'm never going to win. So I was that part was very frustrating for me. Um, I look back now and I'm like, I've been playing NHL 2000 or 21 or however it is, you know, uh, you know, an hour here or there, you know, a few nights a week after everybody else is in bed. And I know that eventually it's going to come up in the office where it's a Friday afternoon. There's not really any more work to be done. And somebody's going to say, Hey, who's up for a game of hockey? And I'll be like, I am. <laughs> Like, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this moment my whole life, Coach. Uh, so, um, but Mortal Kombat again. I I I enjoyed the aspect. I had a lot more enjoyment or appreciation for the game after watching the video games that made us on Netflix, uh, where they talk oh, yes. about uh, Mortal Kombat. I was I was never good at the games, but I'm excited for this movie. I really am. I'm excited for the movie. Uh, I'm excited and. I know, or at least I hope, that there's going to be good fight scenes in the movie because that's what Mortal Kombat is, obviously. Wouldn't that uh, be like? I am not expecting <laughs> if there's no fights. If if it was like clerks in 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 a different world, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, that would be great if yeah, there's just no fights in it, or like there's fights in it, but like they're all off screen, right? You know, like, like there's a tournament and then like you're about to see the first fight. Then it cuts to a guy like standing outside talking, you know, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, let's we got to check out the fight inside. And they go inside and you just see the aftermath of it. Like maybe you see, you know, Sub-Zero, you know, somebody's frozen with their head cut off right. or whatever, it, you know, it's like and, and I know about this, you know, some people who listen to our podcast and other, you know, more popular podcasts like from Conrad Thompson and those wrestling podcasts. Uh, you know, they, there was a time where you be at company policy like WWE when they went public and, you know, they were shooting, but they say shooting around blood. So if, if somebody got, you know, busted open the hard way or something like that, like, oh, well, let's, let's zoom out. Let's not, you know, let's not focus on it. Things like that. Or, you know, a few more crowd shots thrown in. And so that like, there's, there's a version of the Mortal Kombat movie that, you know, like, uh, you see Scorpion, for example, and it's, it's, I'll use this, uh, because it's like the YouTube cover photo and he's, you know, doing his go over here, you know, move where he's harpooning out. And then right before that harpoon, you know, sinks into somebody's chest, uh, or neck, I think it might even go in their neck in the movie. Uh, you just see the crowd reacting and, and then, you know, you see Sub-Zero or whomever, uh, being dragged, you know, or, or already dragged and, and, you know, so they shoot around, they, they don't show you qu the, what we grown up 
remember of Mortal Kombat games as the best part, you know. So um, <laughs> there's a version of that movie out there, and I'm glad that it doesn't look like that's the one we're getting. <laughs> you know, it actually kind of brings to mind stuff that they did in, like, 90s cartoons. Because obviously 90s cartoons, they couldn't show, obviously, blood or anything like that. So if you look, most of the bad guys or a lot of the bad guys are robots. Yeah. Because you can kill a robot. You know, um, or that, they wouldn't use bullets. They would use lasers and, and the, the cartoon lasers to just, you know, knock you down. Basically, right. um, that is why Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Foot Clan, are robots. Uh, yes, they were, yeah, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. They were definitely not in the original comic book. Um, so good. Good one. Good. Good. Classic 90s pull. Michael. Yes. Yes. Again. All right, hit me with another one, buddy. Uh, the next tra- – uh, well, I just put on one on recently. Uh, today, I put two on there. Army of Dead was one of them. We have a teaser trailer. Uh, it's Zack Snyder's uh, film coming to Netflix May 21st, which means I have to get Netflix back in May. Uh, I swear, I, I get Netflix, and for whatever reason, I'll get it for something, a show, and I'll, I'll have Netflix for a bit, and I'll watch – Maybe like three or four, not even shows, but episodes or movies. And then it sits there for like two months. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to get rid of this because I'm not watching it. I'm, I'm using everything else. I'm not watching this. So I get rid of it. And then, then they bring something. Uh, yeah, because you know what? Now I think about it. Uh, in March, March 18th, uh, there's a very good stand-up comedian, Nate Bargetsy. Uh, he had, he's having his uh, show on Netflix or his standup special, another standup special on Netflix. So I got to get back. So, but, uh, army of dead. Um, it's just a teaser trailer. I know you haven't seen it yet. Um, but it's, uh, from the teaser trailer from what I got, it's like a zombie heist movie almost. Huh. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Cause they, they show a casino in there and they show zombies uh, Dave Batista's in it. He's a swole motherfucker. Um, but it's, uh, like I said, you can't, I can't say much for the teaser. It's only like 30 seconds long or a minute maybe. But I'm there, still going to check it out if I have Netflix. There is a Dave Batista, uh, movie on Amazon Prime now. Okay. And, and it's like he's, um, He's some type of spy who's got to protect a little girl or something like that. It's yeah. It looks like it's a. I'm not going to say it's a family comedy, but it looks like it's it's got it has is uh, laced with lighter elements to it. It's uh, and I I say this not necessarily to be negative, uh, but I haven't seen it yet. I, I know you're talking about. It. I don't. I can't remember the name of it, but it's uh, in the vein uh, that a lot of a bigger. Uh, bodybuilder muscular guys do uh when they're making movies and they because the rock did it uh with tooth fairy um uh what's his name john cena did it with some movie as well where it's big guy and small girl you know my spy economy okay my spy uh it is dave batista and the yes, girl's name is Chloe Coleman. Uh, the tagline, yes. this is IMDb, it says, A hardened CIA operative finds himself at the mercy of a precocious nine-year-old girl having been sent over, undercover to surveil her family. The tagline is, he's a pro, she's a natural. So, okay. In case- I have, you know what, I've seen clips, of, not clips, but I've seen the previews for it, uh, and it, it's one of those like if I you know, just kind of want to relax on the couch, put that on. I, you know, I'm not saying it would be bad. And Ken Jong is in it as well. Yes, he is. That is true. You didn't know that until you looked it up. No, no, I, didn't, I haven't looked anything up yet. Uh, but I agree with you because I can't. I can't be like, no, he's not. No, and no, so Greg, is the lying. Rock. <laughs> and John Cena. <laughs> They're all in there. Every former or every current or former wrestler who's ever been in a movie is in this movie. That would be such a complicated movie. I was I'm thinking, but it's also kind of 
so I've heard from reliable sources um, that is it Kevin Huntsberger? Uh, no, I said reliable sources. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Kevin. Um, no, that uh, for a lot of these action stars like The Rock and Vin Diesel and all, this, and, and a lot of this comes from like Fast and the Furious and uh, Expendables and stuff like that. They all have stuff in their contracts where they, it's like they can't look bad compared to the other person. Like they have to, like the rock can't get beat. And I don't know, this isn't a specific one, but it's like something along the lines of like the rock can't get, can't get beat cleanly or, so you know, it's like the rock uh, is for, a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. For like, uh, I don't know, Vin Diesel, let's say, um, he has to have as many punches as the other person or whatever. They have these ridiculous things. There was, this is, you're onto something. There was actually a, I believe it was Vin Diesel and The Rock mm-hmm. in one of the Fast movies. I don't know which, and I haven't seen any of them after four, and I never saw Tokyo Drift. I don't regret it. Um, but there was something in there where they had to have equal screen time throughout the movie. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and look, I, I get it. W- when you're Dwayne Johnson, you can command pretty much anything you want. And Hollywood will say, no, you're right. You you make us lots of money. We'll be more than happy to do yeah. that. Except for that Rampage movie. I don't think that made any money. Yeah, it made a dollar. That was it. Well, here's the thing. Eventually, like I think Rock's, I'm sorry, Dwayne's uh, mentality is, I, I say this knowing full well that I've enjoyed a lot of the movies that he's put out. Yeah. But I do think that it's quantity over quality you know, quite a bit. You know, I think if if he works himself at this pace, he can do a couple of things. One, I mean, look, let's let's face it, he's pretty he's gotta be financially set for life. And if you're not rock, give me a call. I'm kind of a uh, I, I work in finance now, not just as a bank teller. <laughs> um but also there's in in wrestling this is where I, I would appreciate Kevin's uh, uh, perspective. But like in wrestling, when you go away for a little while and you come back and you're beloved, you know, uh, and, right. but if you go away like too long, there's that, like you might like have a generational thing where it's like, who's this guy? So I think, one of the true, things, yeah. I think one of the things that rock is doing is he's making sure that Dwayne Johnson is always working, always, Busy and always has his name coming out. Every few months, you get something out there with Dwayne Johnson, um, you know, as the star or producer of or both. I think Ballers. I think he's, you know, he's both um, over on Showtime, HBO. I don't know which. Um, so I think one of the things he's doing, and right or wrong, and I'm pretty indifferent on it. You know, I'll, I'll pick and choose. I'll a la carte my Dwayne Johnson, you know, movies. But one of the things he's doing, he's just making sure that he's working steadily. And, uh, you know, he, he has, I think, more hits than misses. And because of that, he's able to command, you know, big, uh, big money. And he has a huge social media presence and everybody, you know, is freaked out about his workouts. And so, so he's doing a lot of things right, you know, and, and, uh, uh, I can't, I can't fault the guy, you know, for, no, for, for li- doing his career the way he wants. I mean, he's pretty successful. So he's, he, he done something right. Oh. You know? He's he's got a he's got a, a dollar or two in the bank account. Yeah, oh, that I, dollar that he made from Rampage. That's right. <laughs> he saved it. <laughs> uh, I still get a kick because I, I follow him on Instagram. I still get a kick out of every once in a while he'll talk about Black Adam, and he'll talk about how hard he's working out for it because uh, he wants to be you know the biggest uh, you know superhero or villain whatever. Um, that there is, I'm like, dude, you're there already. Right. Stop working out. <laughs> you're you're fucking 300 plus pounds of solid muscle. Just stop. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Zach Zach Levi. Zachary name? Levi. Zachary Levi. Uh, he's gonna look like a skinny little kid compared to uh, The Rock. But that's okay because Billy Batson is a child. And and it, there's that, you know, like still trying to figure out your powers versus the guy who's been Black Adam for a millennia. 
And, and so there's a little bit of that underdog aspect to it. Although, again, I, I'm all for a Black Adam movie. I They're going to build him as like an anti-hero. I think, I think what they're going to do, having not read the script because they obviously got lost in the mail, uh, but I think they're going to set him up as a guy who is out for righteous justice or, or vengeance or you know whatever but but on on the right side and then he gets this power and then it will corrupt him as we all know absolute power corrupts absolutely um so i think that's i think he i think there will be a moment where he'll have like towards the end of the movie he'll have like a heel turn but i think for most of the movie he'll be you know, like he's just a guy trying to help his his community his country his however you want to phrase it so yeah, I have a hard time believing that that, that the Rock is going to play just a straight up villain um, at all. I think it's going to be a either anti hero or he's just misunderstood. You know, maybe some people think he's a villain, but you find out there's a reason he's doing whatever it is. Meth. You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's 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 the twist. He's been doing meth the whole time. By the way, uh, we mentioned this book earlier uh, Doomsday Clock Black Adam mm-hmm. plays a role he's in there boys um, and girls he's a meth dealer <laughs> uh, alright so let's uh, let's get towards the end of these shenanigans what's the next and last trailer that you have for us Mike take it away Modoc. it was another teaser trailer uh, coming May 18th, uh, I believe, uh, May 21st, May 21st. Oh, is it May 21st? May 21st. Okay. Then, then army of the dead is May 18th. I misspoke. Um, yeah. Modoc. uh, it nope. is, uh, May 21st on army of the dead. All right. So here's what I can tell you. And again, folks, I'm looking at this literally for the first time, uh, on the army of the dead post that you made. Yes. Under the YouTube portion where we know it's official, it says a Zack Snyder right. film on Netflix May 21st. Now, okay. on Modoc, on the Nerds United portion where Mike wrote it, it says coming May 21st. So are they both hey, coming May 21st? Who knows? I thought one of them was May 18th. So maybe it's Modoc May. It must be Modoc May 18th. Okay. If only there was a way for us to find out, but there isn't. Uh, if only we had t- some kind of technology. Uh, anyway, uh, Modoc is a cartoon series. Um, now I'll say, I'll say created by Modoc. It's not even created. Uh, animated or voiced by Pat Oswalt. Yes, Greg. May twenty first. They're both May twenty first. Yep, 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 yep. Why do I have May? You know what? Maybe my something in March eighteenth in my head for Nate Bargetsy. Maybe that's why the number 18 is on my head. Who March, knows? I don't March know how my brain works. March 18th is also Snyder Cut, is it not? Yes. Uh, or if, if 18th, 14th, somewhere around there. Maybe 18th. Who knows? We should find out, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, the 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 Modoc one, I don't know if you're a big fan of Modoc. Um, I'm not uh, 100% familiar with the notion. Uh, Snyder Cut is also Thursday, March 18th. Um, okay. So, I got some stuff to do on Thursday, March 18th. You're going to be busy. Yes, I don't mind at all. Uh, no, sorry, uh, back to Modoc. Uh, it looked okay. Uh, I like I like Pat Oswalt. Uh, I think he's funny. Um, I I say that, but at the same time, I'm not going to rush to see this. Yeah. Like, Army, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, I'm going to watch when it comes out uh, as soon as I can. Uh, Army of Dead... I'll watch when it comes out as soon as I can. Um, yeah, uh, Modoc. If there's, if, if I'm like, oh yeah, it's on. That's right. Okay, then I'll probably maybe check out. Patton Oswalt's going to be my like the reason I give Modoc a, a shot because like I appreciate like uh, um, Adult Swim or uh, Robot Chicken. I mean, like I right. I appreciate everything that Seth Green and his friends did. 20 years ago, or, or how, I mean, it feels like it's been, it doesn't feel like it's been 20, but I, I also haven't watched that show in a solid decade. Like, so, so right. depending on how Modoc is, 
will depend on how much energy I, I put into it. Again, that's not yeah, to say, yeah, you know, true. usually I'm like, oh, you know, they got my money or they got my time or whatever, but WandaVision, Loki, you know, the stuff that Marvel's doing on Disney Plus versus MODOK, which I just have a feeling is not going to be geared towards me. Like, I feel like it's going to be geared towards that high school, college age. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and I'm not saying that I'm better or necessarily more mature than them, but I'm also a guy who's really going to be a, a What's, uh, there's a specific word I'm looking for, not rationing, but I, I'm really going to be like, you know, the, the the time that I have for entertainment, I'm going to pick out the stuff that I really want to invest the time into. Yeah. So. But uh, I, I've got some trailers to watch, apparently, when we hang up, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it'll take you a, a full minute, because I think Modoc's maybe a couple 30 seconds, and Army of Dead's 30 seconds, too, or something like that. But there's, Two minutes top. There's the Invincible trailer. That's probably a solid couple of minutes. That's true. Oh, yeah, it is, actually, yeah. All right, so let's let's wrap things up with one more bit of news, shall we? Okay, okay. A Latin American superhero is coming. Yes, uh, they're making a Blue Beetle movie, apparently. Not, uh, only, not only any Blue Beetle, not the Ted Cord movie. Uh, uh, Blue Beetle, but the Jaime Reyes. Yes. Uh, now, I was introduced to Blue Beetle through, I believe it was Smallville. I believe Smallville had a... Was it, was it Smallville? Was it The Flash then? I thought it was. Uh, uh, I know they did a little bit on one of the was one of the crossovers. I don't think they ever did Blue Beetle and Smallville. Now we're both looking it up. <laughs> I swear, because I, I just, I maybe wasn't. I, I remember they did. The same, like, You're was, right. They did. They yeah, did Jaime Reyes as Blue Beetle in in uh, Smallville. But I'll tell you what. Um, based on what I'm seeing from from that Smallville show, it's time to be redone a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That is a horrible costume that we all probably loved 15 years ago. They they did Booster Gold too. Yes, yes, they did. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot that. See, that's the thing. Yes. It, people, I mean, I don't know because I haven't watched Smallville. I like, sat down to watch Smallville in a while, so I don't know if it quote unquote aged well. But there's so many like things that. You know, like, or like, oh, I can't wait till you see a live action booster gold or something like that. But like, we had one, and I, I remember he was a dick in the in the show, just like he's a dick in the comics. Yes, yes. Uh, Smallville had the first Justice League live yes. action Justice League. Yes, a- and they did it right too because they introduced Aquaman first, and then well, they didn't have the Flash; it was Impulse. But yeah, they had Impulse. Was- uh, and then they had, uh, uh, Green Arrow. Uh, Justin and then Hartman. they all, and of course, Superman Clark Kent. And then they all came together. Cyborg. Was Cyborg, was Cyborg on there? They had the kid who played the famous Jet Jackson from Disney, who, uh, committed suicide yes. a couple yes, years ago, yes. sadly. So, yeah, yes. okay, but I'm excited that we're getting a Blue Beetle. First of all, if you want to add some, like diversity to mm-hmm. to you know your cinematic universe, you're you're stepping into uncharted territory if you think about it. Because I don't th- I mean we've got Wonder Woman, we've had Captain Marvel, we've had you know uh, Black Panther, but I don't. We're getting Ms. Marvel, but I don't know necessarily yeah. if I mean I don't even think we touched on this last week, but the uh, young lady cast as Supergirl is Latina. Um, okay, but this is a, a great, a great way to, uh, uh, let's see here. Gareth Dunnett Alcocer, Alcocer, whoever, who wrote Miss Bala and an earlier draft of, uh, a Scarface remake is penning the screenplay. Uh, Zev Foreman, executive producing, and, and uh, Angel Manuel. Soto, who did the Charm City Kings, is signed on to direct uh, Blue. So I feel like it's going to be very authentic to the mm-hmm. character. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, Blue Beetle, many people don't know, one of the oldest comic book superheroes, despite the fact I think perhaps in 2021 he's a little under uh, appreciated. But he first appeared in 1939. I did not know that. There you go. Almost as old as Superman. Yes. You don't know that you're just making things up. I didn't make anything up. I disagreed with you. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the character of Jaime Reyes uh, debuted or, or was introduced uh, in 2006. So I'm excited for this version. Uh, the Ted Cord version, he, it was almost, it was very Iron Man-esque. It's a, you know, billionaire yeah. inventor genius who who created this suit of technology but what i like about the uh, jaime reyes's version is it is cool and i'm taking this from the variety.com article that uh mike you were so uh kind to share on on nerds united on facebook uh, it is a mysterious scarab that binds to reyes's spine and provides him with the powerful suit of blue alien armor that can also equip him with uh bespoke weapons and wings I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Blue Beetle coming uh, whenever we get to go see movies again. That's right. Okay. All right. I don't have anything else. Mike, do you? No, that's it. Okay. Well, that was fun, everybody. Did you have a good time this evening? Yeah, we all did. We all had a great time. We're all going to subscribe to the YouTube video as well now. Wow, that was amazing. Sweet. Okay. Um. All right. So, uh, he's the co-host of the year, Michael Luther. Almost forgot how we close out of these shows. Uh, I am the uh, other guy, Greg Mahachko. Uh, this is Nerd United. We thank you for listening this week, and hope you come back next week. And send us an email, drop a comment, let us know what you want us to talk about. If you have a question specific. Uh, you can send it to nerdunitedpodcast at gmail.com, and we will answer it right here on the show. In the meantime, in between time, be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. 